Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Here they come on third and five. Wilson, boy, somehow escapes. He's going to run for it. Plenty of green grass. Wilson stays in bounds. He's still going. And he's in. Touchdown. Zach Wilson pulling a magic trick. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore. The 20, the 10, the 5. Touchdown. Two minutes. Swarmed, swallowed, and sacked. Guess who? You only got one guess. Jermaine Johnson. Here's Brees Hall looking for history. Hall with his 24th straight game with a rushing touchdown into the NCAA record books. Listen, thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studios, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it's time for end of week news and notes with our friend who covers the Jets for JetsXFactor.com, a website that he co-founded, Mr. Robbie Sabo, the leader of the Saboholics. Robbie, what's up, brother? Scotty, breaking walls down. How's everything with you? <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm not breaking the walls down like you, but neither is Jermaine Johnson, unfortunately. He did not practice again today, not looking good for him as far as whether or not he's going to play on Sunday Jermaine Johnson, as Andy Vasquez told us on Sunday, was in a walking boot in the locker room, hasn't practiced all week. So I would imagine that he's going to get this week off, perhaps more. We don't know enough about the injury yet, but as far as Sunday, I don't see it happening. Yeah, my dog let out a groan as soon as he said Jermaine Johnson, so she already knows the deal, I think. Uh, (laughs) Only guy not to practice today. I'd be shocked if he plays uh the dnp under his name wednesday and thursday so i think he'll be a long shot but hey with the depth they have at d-line the way they're going i think they could uh, get by a week the good news is though robbie you seem to think that quincy williams is going to come back this week yeah i mean i might as well keep the juju going right with the dwayne brown <laughs> call last week so honestly this one's more uh up in the air as opposed to the dwayne brown one dwayne brown one i felt a lot better but hey he's limited status and practice 
I think health-wise, I think he could do it. It's just a matter of whether the coaching staff wants to get him back in there, mix it up, which could mean less playing time for Quan. I mean, that would be interesting. If when Quincy comes back, because he's going to come back, you know, will they go back to Quincy and Mosley so much in the nickel? I wouldn't. I'd stick to Quan. Whenever they go nickel, and it's just two backs, I'd go Quan and Mosley, but we'll see. Grant Herman's released. Not a big surprise now that Dwayne Brown is back. Remmers and Abuhe are there for depth, and they signed Deontay Spencer, the wide receiver, kick returner to the practice squad. So some moves being made there. But really what this comes down to is with Dwayne Brown back and playing, Grant Herman's is not necessary. He's redundant. They already have two guys now behind Brown with more experience. So the Jets move forward with Brown and Elijah Vera Tucker in the tackle spots for now. If I'm the Golden State Warriors, I'm signing Grant Herman's right now to take care of Draymond Green, right? I mean, <laughs> you need you need an enforcer to come in and because he wasn't afraid of Clemens and Lawson this uh, this past August. So get on the phone, Golden State, get that guy in. <laughs> Sticking with the offensive line, Robbie Connor McGovern spoke this week on Nate Herbig. He said, "Nasty Nate brings a lot of attitude." Goes to the whistle, if not a little past the whistle. Hopefully not too far past the whistle or it's going to result in some penalties. McGovern also had lofty praise for Elijah Vera Tucker, who has started at three different positions this year, four total in his NFL career. Remember, he played right tackle this past week and is likely to play right tackle again this week, despite the fact that he's never played it before in his life. McGovern said, in my opinion, Elijah Vera Tucker is a future Ring of Famer. I think he meant Ring of Honor recipient, but sure, Ring of Famer. If not a Ring of Famer, a Hall of Famer, dude's a freak. He's the epitome of a great offensive lineman. Robert Salas spoke about the offensive line as well, said the run blocking was the best they've seen against the Dolphins. Couple of issues to clean up in pass protection. Echoing what Connor McGovern said about Elijah Vera Tucker, he said that the young offensive lineman was lights out in all his position switches. ESPN released their week five pass block win rate grades and the Jets did very well. The low man was Dwayne Brown at 80%. Elijah Vera Tucker, again, first start in his life at right tackle, 92.3%. Nate Herbig, 92.9%. Lakin Tomlinson, 92.3%. And Connor McGovern at 92.9%. So again, I think this is the offensive line, Robbie, that they need to roll with at least until George Fant comes back. But if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Get the five best offensive linemen you have available on the field. And clearly, there's no question right now that those five guys are Vera Tucker, Brown, Herbig, Tomlinson, and McGovern. Yeah, agreed. I mean, an AVT, Ring of Famer, Ring of Honor. You know, <laughs> CMG is right. He is that good, and uh, or he is that damn good, as we should say. <laughs> he is the game. And we're going to remember Joe Douglas being pumped when he completed that deal moving up for him. Um, you know, they ran the ball well. They pass protected well. Interestingly, the first five rushes of the game, they only got 12 yards uh, this past week against Miami. It was that wheel play to Brees Hall in which LaFleur said enough, back off. You know, the Dolphins are playing so aggressive, press single high, linebackers on their toes. So, so once he hit him with that wheel play, Miami had to adjust, play him straight up, and then they, against a straight-up defense, ran the ball very well. So I agree. Stick with that five-man unit and uh, just keep going. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, 
Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Robbie, big news for the Jets' rookie class, which has seemed so promising so far. Sauce Gardner wins Rookie of the Week. He is now the third member of the Jets draft class to do so. Garrett Wilson, of course, won it after his performance against the Browns. Brees Hall won it last week after his performance against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I would argue that he should have won it again this week. No disrespect to Sauce, who played very, very well. But Brees Hall had 197 total yards, a touchdown, nearly had three touchdowns because he was tackled at the goal line twice. So Hall should have won it for the second time. But Sauce was excellent against Miami. So no qualms about him winning it this time. The fact that the Jets in the first five weeks of the season have had rookie of the week three times is remarkable. And it really puts a smile on your face if you're a Jets fan thinking about the long term and the future for this team, because you're talking about three guys that could be building blocks for the next decade. Yeah, it's incredible, right? I mean, it's like you know, I'm not trying to say they're the next dynasty, but it's it's like those early 90s Cowboys teams when all those youngsters grew together, you know, and you had a college coach and Jimmy Johnson. Salah's not that, but, you know, Salah's kind of in the same mold where you'd want that type of guy with young kids. So they're all young. They're all going to grow together, develop together. I agree. Brees should have probably won it, especially because, you know, Sauce was up against Skylar Thompson, but hey, you know, I don't get wrapped up in those weekly awards. The, whoever gets it, great. Sauce was great. And the coverage was great, led by Sauce. You know, mm-hmm. everyone's yeah. raving about the pass rush. You sent me a text. The coverage was what really set the tone, the communication on the back end. And that helped out the pass rush. Usually it's the pass rush helping out the coverage. That's more the tendency in football. For the Jets this week, it was the opposite. No question about it. And Jeff Ulbrich had some interesting things to say in that regard. 
and we'll get into that in a bit. But first, I want to talk about Zach Wilson. Braxton Berrios said this about his quarterback. This wasn't a fluke. This isn't a couple of lucky quarters. This is what you can expect from Zach Wilson. And then Mike LaFleur, and we're going to get into the rest of his comments a little bit later, had some very interesting words about Zach Wilson and where he's at in the process right now. I'm going to turn it over to you in a second, Robbie. But if you believe like I do and like a lot of other Jets fans and pundits believe he is, then you may want to get in on the fact that he's projected to have 220 yards with his daily fantasy player projection over at prizepicks.com. You think he's going to do better than that on the road against a bad Packers defense, and I do. You may want to pick him as one of your players at prizepicks.com. Here's how it works. You pick two to five players, and if they do better or worse than their daily fantasy projection, depending on whether you pick them to do better or worse, you can win up to 10 times the amount of money that you put in. You don't play against anybody else. You just play against the player projection. You can play NFL, college football, basketball, baseball, hockey, whatever you want. It's all there at prizepicks.com. Just use the promo code PLAJ and you will get your first deposit matched 100% up to 100 bucks. So if you put in 100 bucks, they'll match you 100 bucks. If you put in 50 bucks, they'll match you 50 bucks. Go over to prizepicks.com right now, use the promo code PLAJ and they will match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. So Robbie, as I said, very interesting quote from Mike LaFleur about Zach Wilson during his weekly presser. I think it echoes a lot of what we've been saying that the Jets have been expecting from Wilson. They don't think that he's necessarily ready to leap mountains, but if he's, say, three quarters of the way up the mountain at this point, that's probably a sign of significant progress, and that appears to me to be what Mike LaFleur was saying. Yeah, it it was all about comfort level, and I think from a coaching perspective, it's about this. Even if he did put the cape on, you don't want him to go too far down that road. In other words, everything about coaching Zach right now is do your role. Don't try to do too much. We know you're a gunslinger. We know you want to destroy the world, step on the defense, the defensive unit's throat. So they got to kind of rein him in while developing him slowly. So I think that quote, everything about coaching Wilson is, hey, you're the leader. You're the point man. Do your job. We don't want you to do too much. Fit within the system and don't go too crazy. So I think from that standpoint, I really do like the quote. Uh, LaFleur mentioned he was comfortable. He executed and you know kept it kind of simple, which I like. LaFleur also said that he usually talks with his brother, Matt, the head coach of the Packers, who the Jets are playing this Sunday. With Matt critiquing his play calling from that previous Sunday's game, Mike usually welcomes those chats, but they skipped it this week. For obvious reasons, said that's what sucked about Monday. He missed talking to his brother. Robert Salas said he speaks to Matt LaFleur every day. Remember, they're best friends and they coach together as well, but clearly they didn't speak this week either. LaFleur told a great story about Dwayne Brown, said that he obviously could have walked away with $9 million guaranteed after getting hurt, but Brown told the team, I'm not going out like this. I'll be back. And now he's back in the lineup. So you love to hear stuff like that about a player like Dwayne Brown, 37 years old, been to the Pro Bowl many times, easily could have just taken that $9 million and pocketed it. Or, I hate to say this, but gone the Ryan Khalil route and sort of mailed it in. He's not content to do that. He wanted to come back and help the team, and he sure helped the team on Sunday in their victory against the Dolphins. 
Yeah, not to be overlooked, you know, despite the injuries, which were flukish with the offensive tackles. You know, at one point they had the top four tackles out. Now with Dwayne Brown back, it's not the case. But not to be overlooked is the fact that Douglas saw the scene, saw the atmosphere, all the injuries, and went for the available guys like Lake and Tomlinson. Sure, Tomlinson hasn't gotten off to a red-hot start yet, but, you know, it was Tomlinson instead of Scherf because of the availability. You know, Tomlinson hasn't missed – how many games has he missed in his career? I think just one season he didn't play all 16 or 17 games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dwayne Brown's kind of been the same way throughout his career. He's had some hiccups here and there, but for the most part he's been available – and even at his age, you know, he was a huge help this past weekend. That was a big-time welcome to return. Jeff Ulbrich spoke. He talked about Aaron Rodgers, said he's very hard to trick. Pre-snap is key. Talked about the importance of maintaining body posture. By the way, Aaron Rodgers revealed during his weekly appearance with Pat McAfee that he hurt his thumb in the Giants game, but he was a full go in practice, so he should be fine. Matt LaFleur said he's not really worried about it. Ulbrich said he studied lots of Green Bay and San Francisco tape because of scheme similarity, picked up, quote, strong indicators, also had very high praise for DJ Reed and Sauce Gardner, as we spoke about before. He said Reed and Gardner playing as well as they do allows the Jets the freedom to play more man and Robbie, as we said before. They really set the table for the pass rush because they were so able to effectively contain Miami's passing game weapons and made it easier for somebody like Carl Lawson to get in and get pressures. And by the way, he had seven quarterback hits, which Ulbrich referred to as ridiculous. I agree. It set a franchise record, which is remarkable. Ulbrich said that it was the best version of Lawson and was very pleased that it came on a wide array of moves, power, speed, and counter. So Jeff Ulbrich basically telling you he loves the idea of being able to put Reed and Gardner on an island and make things easier for guys like Carl Lawson who then flourish because seven quarterback hits, if he can do anything close to that on a regular basis, this is going to be the most effective Jets pass rush that we've seen in quite a while. Oh, no doubt. And, you know, the naysayers, the doubters are saying, well, hey, which quarterbacks have the Jets beaten? Which ones have they lost to? And now you're playing Aaron Rodgers, which fits in the category of lost to. But, yeah, the quarterback – it's a huge step up compared to Skylar Thompson, no doubt. At the same time, the receivers, compared to Miami, are go down big time. What the Jets did last week in terms of game plan was really safe shell coverage. And they could do a lot more compared to last week uh, with Sauce and DJ Reed. And I expect that against Green Bay this week. I know it's dangerous against Rodgers sometimes, but they can get really creative and get Whitehead in the box to – to square off against Dylan and Aaron Jones. Um, so I think it's going to be a huge test. Even though the receivers aren't Tyree killing Waddle, they're going to be even more on an island, as you say. Uh, so it's going to be a big responsibility day for those two. DJ Reed, Sauce Gardner, and Carl Lawson were outstanding against the Miami Dolphins, but so was Quinn and Williams. And Quinn and Williams spoke this week. He said he's going to be very mindful of the controversial roughing calls on Chris Jones and Grady Jarrett when facing Aaron Rodgers. Quote, going against a guy like Aaron Rodgers, who's going to get those calls sometimes like that, you have to be aware of how you sack the quarterback, how you hit the quarterback, how you try to affect the quarterback. Williams says Jones and Jarrett had perfect technique. So he understands that he has to be incredibly careful here because the way the NFL is right now, if you do anything – beyond just slightly touching the quarterback, sad to say, 
you're probably going to get a 15-yard penalty flag. And as he said, a superstar quarterback like Aaron Rodgers is going to get every benefit of the doubt. So Quinton Williams is going to do his best to continue wreaking havoc, but he's very mindful of the fact that he has to play it very safe when going after Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that that highlight of uh, the roughing the passer against Tom Brady. I didn't think he was going to get up. Man, he got demolished, huh? On that one, <laughs> um, my heart, my my heart jumped to my throat. It was it was a rough one, but uh, <laughs> it's such a tricky thing, right? Like you want your guys to be smart and Quinn in saying the right thing, but man, as a coach, do you want them to have that mentality? Uh, to a too far degree on game day, it's such a tricky thing in today's NFL. I don't know where the right answer is. So I guess I'll say it's good that he has it in mind. Um, and yeah, with Aaron Rodgers, he's in the Brady class, basically. Well, well he'll get the call. So, uh, you know, kudos to Quinnen for being mindful of that uh, topic, because we all did see Brady get demolished. Let's be honest. <laughs> in case for some reason, You didn't see the play that Robbie's talking about with with Grady Jarrett and Tom Brady. Grady Jarrett was about as careful as you can be and still got called for roughing the passer. It was one of the more egregious roughing the passer penalties I've seen. So hopefully that doesn't happen to Quinton Williams against Aaron Rodgers on Sunday. Robert Stella spoke this week as well. We talked before about what he said regarding Matt LaFleur. He also said that while the players on the Jets deserve the right to feel good about themselves, After winning two in a row in three of their last four, the team still hasn't done anything yet, so they can't get overconfident. True statement. Salah has to make sure that this locker room keeps their feet on the ground, keeps a level head, because yes, they have looked very improved. The young talent has been playing very, very well, but there are a lot of games left to go in this season, and they can't get ahead of themselves. They have to keep putting together good performances and be consistent. They've done a lot to make you think that they may very well be turning the corner, but they have to continue turning the corner. Yeah, the old adage for a coach is the worst situation is losing, obviously, but the worst situation when winning is if the film is perfect because then you have nothing to bitch about. You know, you want to win and still have something to bitch about. So Salah getting that message across I think is a great thing. And there's definitely stuff on film where he could bitch, and I'm sure he has been bitching all week. So you got to like that mindset. You know, if you're a Jets fan, that's exactly what you want to hear. Things are looking up right now, Robbie. I know we're all very excited about it. It's a weird feeling, but let's enjoy it for now. Hopefully it continues the rest of the season. Robbie Sabo, co-founder over at JetsXFactor.com, where he is the lead reporter and the leader of the Saboholics. Thanks so much for joining me for this end of week news and notes. Really appreciate it. For those that want to follow you on social media, check out everything you've got going on over at JetsXFactor.com. What do they get when they subscribe over there, and how can they follow you on social media? Yeah, JetsXFactor.com. Use discount code 80 for our dude, Wayne Cookbet, and you just get a whole bunch of film analytics, JetX Mobile on the App Store and Google Play. You can find me at Robbie with a Y, Robbie Sabo on Twitter. I try to get as much out as I can these days, but uh, hopefully a couple more things coming this weekend. Follow Robbie on Twitter at Robbie Sabo. Check out everything he's got going on over at JetsXFactor.com. Check out everything we've got going on over at PlayLikeAJet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. The Thunder from Down Under. Luke Grant has got some fantastic All-22 reviews up, including one of the spectacular performance that Brees Hall had against the Dolphins 
197 all-purpose yards and a touchdown, and a great video showing exactly what Mike LaFleur was talking about as far as the progress Zach Wilson has made so far. Watch our videos and subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already, youtube.com slash playlikeajet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, Bless You, Thank You shirt, the Zach Sesco Long shirt, the Zach the Ripper shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies, it's all there. tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.